Hello, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski. Welcome to Mind Your Business. Mind Your Business is all about building your personal capacity. Personal capacity is what is needed for you to grow in your career, make great decisions, and become a person of influence. So sit back and enjoy this content as I share with you insights and stories, examples, and personal challenges designed to do one thing, build your capacity to change your world. Mark, I've got a great idea. Can you get together with me for like lunch or a cup of coffee to talk about it? My response every time is, you bet. I would love to. I get it all the time. And the reason that I'm so eager to go out and have a cup of coffee or go to lunch is that I just love entrepreneurs. I'm a sucker for creative ideas. I'm a sucker for innovators. I love people that are willing and able to take a risk to become an entrepreneur. The big mistake that frustrates me the most whenever I meet these people for a cup of coffee or for a lunch is they'll say, hey, I've got a business plan, Mark, and I'm going to show it to you. But before I show you the business plan, I need you to sign a confidentiality agreement. Uh. Hold on. Stop. Are you kidding me? You want me to sign a confidentiality agreement that says there's a good possibility I've never thought about anything in the space you're talking about. But that's not the biggest problem. I mean, confidentiality agreements are a dime a dozen. We see them all the time. You probably see them in your business all the time. A new organization wants to share some ideas, wants you to collaborate. They have you sign a confidentiality agreement so you won't steal their customers or steal their ideas. But this is so business. This is such the very common mistake that's made with so many business people is to assume that on a very beginning of an idea, it's so good, it's so well thought of that it merits a confidentiality agreement. When somebody says, Mark, I've got a business plan, I think, "Uh uh-oh. And when they say I've got a confidentiality agreement for you to sign, I say, oh no. Here's why. I know already that their idea is too detailed too early. It's the confidentiality agreement tells me that their mind is already closed to any kind of feedback I might give them. The confidentiality agreement tells me they've already gone through all the details and probably without asking anyone's opinion. Do you want to be a real idea machine? A person that's a perpetual innovator, a person that truly innovates time and time again. Let's talk about what innovation is. A lot of people have creative ideas, but an innovator is somebody that has a creative idea and puts legs on it. Innovation is the application of your creative ideas. Great entrepreneurs learn not only how to generate ideas, but they learn how the process works so that they can pump out winning ideas over and over and over. They become idea machines. They become perpetual innovators. This four-part series is all about you 
becoming one of those perpetual innovators. A person that consistently comes up with better and better ideas. I'm really excited about it because I'm known as a serial entrepreneur, a person that constantly is coming up with ideas. I am a perpetual innovator and I like to hang out with other perpetual innovator innovators. So let's take a minute and let's think about what it would be like to be a very successful perpetual innovator. What does that life look like? Pause for a minute and think about it for yourself. I'll tell you what it looks like. It's a person that's constantly moving in their brain. They are never satisfied with the status quo. They're always dynamic. They're always moving. They're engaging. They're excited. They are on edge and super motivated by the next great idea. That's the life of a perpetual innovator. It's not for every person. However, innovation is not just starting a new business. It might be innovation within your current organization. It, you might be that person within an organization that has a great job, but you're constantly innovating the processes. I'm talking to you on this as well. Not just the innovator that starts a new business, but the person that's motivated by changing and improving process. You as well can be and probably are a perpetual innovator. So let's begin our four-part podcast with the very first one that I call Feedback is the Breakfast of Champions. Number one, concept you've got to know if you're going to be a great innovator is that feedback is the breakfast of champions. Now realize I never said ideas are the breakfast of champions. I didn't say innovation is the breakfast of champions. I never said capital markets is the breakfast. I said feedback. What is feedback? Feedback is important because it's you listening Feedback is all not about sharing your idea, but it's about listening. See, the best ideas in the world are not protected and hidden. They are shared. They're not hidden in a closet, locked in a vault. They're not in a safe with a four combination lock. They are ideas that are, that are not protected or hidden, but shared with other people. Who do you share those with? Well, you share them with Starting out, trusted folks. You vet your very first idea with someone within your family that you trust, that loves you. Now realize, they're always going to tell you how great you are. They're always going to tell you how much they love you. But be careful because the wrong family member will what, what we call date you. D-A-T-E. In other words, they remember you today as who you are or were when they first met you. The process of dating is not a new process. The process of dating says, if I met you when you were 13 years old, that's how I remember you. Forget the fact that you're 23. I remember you as a young punk kid. 
running around on a bicycle or playing in the yard, maybe a soccer champion. That's how I remember you. It's very difficult to overcome the dating concept. And it's especially difficult when it's a family member. Number two, friends. Friends are a great source of helping you unravel an idea. However, sometimes friends have a little too much dating and a preconceived idea of what you are and who you are, not where you're going and who you're going to be. I remember long ago, I had a friend named Scott. Scott was a college roommate of mine. He had this great business idea and he worked for me and I was a proven entrepreneur. I wasn't a, a wannabe entrepreneur. Now, maybe my first company that he worked for wasn't so great. It wasn't that wonderful, but it was eight employees, two crews. We were making money. He was getting paid. And yet I was so offended by the fact that he would not share with me his idea. He only shared it with one person, a physician who was kind of like a mentor. Now, the question I had is, why, if you're going to share your idea, but only share it with one person, why a physician? If it's a medical question, I understand. If it's a medical idea or an innovation that deals with medical, I understand that. But it wasn't. It was a sports-related idea. The very best people to share your ideas with are strangers. Why strangers? Strangers are the very best to share your idea because they don't have a pre-existing idea of who you are. They don't know you. They're not biased towards you or against you. They don't want you to succeed or want you to fail. They really don't care. They don't have anything to lose. Therefore, they will tell you the truth. The very best people to share your first idea with are not your mentors or your family members or, or friends. It's strangers on the street. People that you might stop and say, hey, I'll give you a $5 Starbucks gift card if you will take five minutes to just listen to my idea and tell me what you think. You know, the nice thing about it is if they really hurt your feelings, you can always chalk it up, up to, well, maybe I just didn't communicate it, but really you should be listening. Now, why do you share your ideas? Why is feedback the breakfast of champions? Clint Ken Blanchard is the one that coined that phrase. I mean, he, he probably was not the only one, but he's the one I remember. He was the author of the one minute manager. Ken Blanchard said, feedback back is the breakfast of champions because it's the champion that is willing to do what others are not willing to do in order to succeed or to win. So why do we share? We share so that we can gather feedback and learn what's called empathy. See, empathy is the understanding of the prospect and their needs and their decision behaviors. Empathy is not about you and your idea. Empathy is not about, hey, what do you think about my idea? Empathy is kind of like a person standing at the top of a hill looking down in the ditch. And they're saying to the person, oh my gosh, that's horrible. I'm going to go down in the ditch and really get to know what your life is like so I can help you out of there or we can live there together. See, sympathy is very much different than sympathy stands on the top of the cliff and says, wow, it must really suck to be down that hill. I wish you the best. Have a great day. Empathy is all about getting to know your prospect. Now, not just getting to know their name, but really asking questions about who they are, why they make decisions, what are their motivations, 
What are their resources? What are their likes and dislikes? A person of true empathy is really gathering feedback. When you start to gather a lot of empathy by asking questions of strangers and allowing them to share openly and without bias their opinions about your product, your idea, your innovation, you become intuitively knowledgeable on how to reach them and how to connect with the user. Your knowledge about them, what it does is it produces intuition. So, what if my research, some people ask me, changes my business plan? Well, the first of all, you shouldn't have a business plan in the first place. Business plans are for banks, not entrepreneurs. A bank wants to see you have a business plan because that's the only thing they understand. I'm telling you, the great question is, Will you learn something about your product and your idea so that you can innovate, iterate, make changes? You should be asking 25 strangers about your ideas long before you write a damned business plan. Business plans are for banks. Business plans are for business school. But they're not for entrepreneurs. Because the life of the entrepreneur is constantly changing. In our next session of this podcast on becoming a perpetual innovator, we're going to explore that. We're going to explore that concept that business plans are for banks, not entrepreneurs. We're going to talk about what that means and what it's like to be a dynamic and ever-changing entrepreneur. The life of the entrepreneur does not stay static. It changes radically. I'm looking forward to sharing this next bit of content with you. I look forward to hearing your feedback. And I want to also say a great big thanks to Justin Greathouse, who created the music for our podcast. I appreciate him greatly. Thank you, Justin. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind Your Business. Please check me out on Facebook and Instagram and be sure to send me a message if there's something you need or want me to talk about. You know, the great motivational speaker Zig Ziglar once said, you can have anything in life you want as long as you help enough other people get what they want. What does that mean for you today? That means if there's something in this content that is exciting and really resonates with you, pass it along to your friends. Share it. Let them develop and become strong in their thinking, in their motivation, in their knowledge, just like you are. Together, knowledgeable, you and your friends will change the world.